Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 5th. 2019 Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission meeting July 2019 The Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission met on July 11, 2019 at Prairie Meadows Racetrack and Casino in Altoona and completed the following actions. Approved eight requests for remodeling pursuant to 491 Iowa Administrative Code 5.4 subsection 15, including a $750,000 request at Ameristar Casino, Council Bluffs, for the purpose of enhancing and existing space for sports betting. The remaining seven casinos initiated similar proposals for transforming spaces by relocating slot machines or performing other modifications for a sports book or an establishment to complement a sports book, restaurant, or bar. Following the passage of Senate File 617 during the 2019 legislative session, approved construction contracts for adding sports books, renovating spaces for sports bars, augmenting an arcade, and providing ATM services and approved sports wagering operator agreements for the provision of sports wagering technology, including mobile betting applications. GeoComply presentation. The commission received a presentation from GeoComply, a provider of geolocation technology services. The company specializes in identifying geographical locations, and in a sports betting context, the company would verify and monitor the origin of sports wagers to ensure compliance with state laws governing sports betting. Public comment. During the segment of the meeting, reserved for comments from the public, it was suggested that administrative rules pertaining to the state debt offset program and sports wagering be amended so as not to exclude winnings attributable to sports betting in the amount of $1,200 or more. July 30th meeting. The Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission met on July 30th, 2019 at Drury Inn and Suites in West Des Moines and completed the following actions. Approved one contract for equipment, software, and services for sports wagering. Approved two agreements for retail sports book services. Approved six advanced deposit sports wagering agreements, including two agreements with FanDuel. Approved one contract for audiovisual equipment and work to enhance a casino's sports book and approved an amendment of resolution for an Iowa Statement of Lifetime Self-Exclusion. Emergency Rules. The Commission adopted and filed two new chapters of emergency rules providing a framework and guidance for entities participating in sports wagering. Sports Wagering Licenses. The Commission granted sports wagering licenses to 18 entities. Sports wagering is slated to begin in the state of Iowa on August 15, 2019 at 12 p.m. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, August 5, 2019, Iowa Law Enforcement Academy Council Meeting, August 2019. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILE, Council met at the temporary ILEA headquarters at 5000 West Town Parkway, West Des Moines on August 1st, 2019. The minutes from the last regular meeting were approved as well as the items for the consent agenda. Waivers and extensions. The council granted four waivers relating to officer training for an individual with the Belle Plaine Police Department and to dismiss a minor theft charge for an individual with the Eldora Police Department. The council denied one waiver relating to physical fitness tests for an officer transferring from the Logan, Nebraska Police Department. Director's Report. ILEA Director Judy Bradshaw reported on several items. 
Academy graduations. The Academy will host two basic Academy graduation ceremonies at the Valley Church in West Des Moines on August 16, 2019 at 11 a.m. for the 286th Academy and at 2 p.m. for the 287th Academy. Personnel updates, instructor slash outreach. Director Bradshaw informed the council that due to a recent resignation of a current employee, the position of jailer, instructor, coordinator was open to be filled. Approximately 27 applicants were received in response to the job opening and interviews are expected to be completed in the coming weeks. Building update. Director Bradshaw discussed the status of the academy building remodel after incidents of flooding and carbon monoxide poisoning at the building in the fall of 2018. Construction crews have begun gutting the old building and new construction is expected to commence in the fall of 2019 and is expected to be completed by April 2020. Classrooms and dorms will be remodeled first with administrative areas to follow. Total remodeling is expected to be completed by July 2020. Senate File 2414, Fiscal Year 2019 Infrastructure Appropriations Act, appropriated $1.4 million in Fiscal Year 2019 and $10.8 million in Fiscal Year 2020 from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, to renovate ILEA facilities. Additionally, Senate File 615 made a supplemental appropriation of $286,000 to assist the Academy in covering relocation costs of the Academy staff formerly operating out of the flood-damaged administrative building and to accommodate the National Guard as it allows the ILEA to utilize its buildings for training and teaching purposes. Director Bradshaw remarked that current Academy cadets have provided positive feedback on housing and curriculum adjustments while construction and remodeling of the Academy building continues. Administrative Rules Russell Rigdon, ILEA Legal Instructor, and Allison Schmidt, Assistant Attorney General, provided the Council with information regarding the proposed Notice of Intended Action rulemaking and subsequent changes relating to 501 Iowa Administrative Code 6. Changes include clarification regarding the areas of decertification and the standardization of in-service training as well as matters of moral turpitude and mandatory reporting. The Council also discussed updating definitions and practices relating to coursework hours to provide better guidelines for statewide community colleges. The next council meeting is scheduled for 9 a.m. on October 3, 2019 at 5000 West Town Parkway, Suite 300, Room 308 in West Des Moines. For additional information, see the ILEA website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 5, 2019. Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board Economic Development Working Group, July 2019. The Economic Development Working Group of the Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board met on July 25, 2019 in Hamburg. The Economic Development Working Group is one of six working groups created by the Advisory Board and is being supported by the Iowa Economic Development Authority. Current issues. Members of the working group discussed the following issues. Hamburg Mayor Kathy Crane provided an overview of the flood impact, including 73 homes and several businesses that are currently identified for demolition, with more expected. Adam Lounsbury, Iowa Commission on Volunteer Service Executive Director, advised that volunteer crews are still working in Mills County assisting with cleanup efforts. Craig Markley, Director in the Systems Planning Bureau, within the Iowa Department of Transportation, DOT, advised that the DOT is looking at multiple design changes, including elevating Highway 2 to prepare for future flooding. Larry Winham, chairperson of the Finance Working Group, asked that the chairpersons of all working groups meet in Des Moines ahead of the next Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board meeting to discuss how the working groups can work together. And Rick Peterson, Business Development Manager in the Iowa Economic Development Authority provided an update on the recent survey that was distributed to businesses within the declared disaster area. 
The following websites have additional information related to Iowa's flood and disaster recovery. 2019 Iowa Floods has flood-related information including flood recovery and road closures, and the Rebuild Iowa Office website has archived information from the flood event in 2008. The next meeting of the Economic Development Working Group is tentatively scheduled for late August in conjunction with the Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256 and Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 5, 2019. Board of Regents approves fiscal year 2020 budgets. The Board of Regents met by telephone on August 1, 2019. The Board unanimously approved a consent agenda item and moved on to the only discussion item for the meeting, which was approval of the fiscal year 2020 budget proposals submitted by the Regents' institutions. The full agenda and agenda items for the meeting can be found on the Board of Regents' website. Fiscal year 2020 budgets. The entire fiscal year 2020 Regent Enterprise budget presented to the board totaled $6.138 billion, including the operating and restricted budgets for the three state universities and the special schools. The board also approved the budgets for Iowa Public Radio and the board office. All of the budget proposals were approved unanimously. The agenda item detailing the budget requests is available on the Board of Regents website. Highlights. The approved fiscal year 2020 budget included the following. University of Iowa, including University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics, $2.485 billion for general operations, $1.742 billion for restricted purposes. Iowa State University, $742 million for general operations, $787.9 million for restricted purposes. University of Northern Iowa, $185.2 million for general operations, $171.6 million for restricted purposes, Iowa School for the Deaf, ISD, $11.4 million for general operations, $3.4 million for restricted purposes, Iowa Educational Services for the Blind and Visually Impaired, IESBVI, formerly Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School, $9 million for general operations, $0.9 million for restricted purposes. Iowa Public Radio, $8.8 million for general operations, including a decrease in university support of $71,000 or 7.5%, and board office, $4.4 million for general operations. State funding. The fiscal year 2020 budgets include an increase in state appropriations as follows. Universities, an increase of $12 million compared to estimated net fiscal year 2019. The board allocated $4 million to each of the universities. ISD, an increase of $303,000 compared to estimated net fiscal year 2019. And IESBVI, an increase of $167,000 compared to estimated net fiscal year 2019. The next meeting of the Board of Regents is scheduled for September 18th and 19th, 2019 at the Iowa School for the Deaf in Council Bluffs. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 5, 2019. Board of Corrections Meeting, August 2019. The Board of Corrections met on August 2, 2019 at the Clorinda Correctional Facility, or CCF. Introduction, CCF Warden Jeff Wise gave an overview of the campus at CCF and discussed the various vocational programming available at the facility, including horticulture and landscaping, welding, and fabrication apprenticeships. Director's Update. Deputy Director of Institutions William Spurfsledge provided a department update. New Director Meetings. The recently appointed Department of Corrections DOC Director Beth Skinner and Deputy Director Spurfsledge have been traveling around the state and meeting with staff at the various institutions for the last several weeks. Newton Housing Project. 
a Fox News reporter recently visited the Newton Housing Project site at the Newton Correctional Facility and did a feature on the project. The report is available online. Budget. The DOC is in the process of closing out the fiscal year 2019 budget and working on the distribution of the fiscal year 2020 available budget. The DOC will begin working on the fiscal year 2021 department budget request in September. CCF gardening and beekeeping programs. Dave Stevens, an instructor with Iowa Western Community College, IWCC, and Gerald Nelson, a correctional officer at CCF, gave an overview of the horticulture and landscaping apprenticeships offered to inmates at CCF. IWCC partners with CCF to provide U.S. Department of Labor registered apprenticeship programs to the inmates. The program may have up to 20 inmates participating at a time with 15 currently participating. As part of the program, participants work on the landscaping and develop beehives on facility grounds. In addition, the participants grow fresh produce which can be sold and or donated to homeless shelters in the area. DOC Learning Center, Trish Signor, Training coordinator at the DOC Central Office gave an overview of the programming provided to staff for professional development. The current programs include Implementation Leadership Academy conducted by the Alliance for Criminal Justice Innovation. The training is provided to supervisors and executives to support the adoption of best practices and development of leadership skills. Leadership Institute. The Institute seminars are provided to staff from various levels throughout the DOC with the goal of increasing the knowledge base of staff regarding DOC operations and to prepare them to eventually take on leadership positions within the DOC. The first session took place July 23rd through July 25th, 2019 at the DOC Central Office and was led by Director Skinner. Emotional Intelligence Training. The training will be provided by EQ Smarts to develop communication skills and promote efficiency within the department. And case management training for community-based corrections. Online training classes offered to probation slash parole officers. Courses include responding to bad behavior, risk, need, and responsivity research, and response and incentives. The next board meeting is scheduled for September 6, 2019 at the 7th Judicial District Department of Correctional Services in Davenport. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 7, 2019. State Appeal Board Meeting, August 2019. The State Appeal Board met on August 6, 2019 in Des Moines. The Board took the following actions. Approved $92,000 in general claims pursuant to Iowa Code Chapter 25. And approved $86,000 in tort claims pursuant to Iowa Code Chapter 669. Settlements. The Board approved one settlement in the amount of $100,000 in which a minor claimant alleged excessive force by State of Iowa employees while being restrained. The Attorney General's office opined the two employees were acting within the scope of their employment. However, due to facts of the case and potential exposure to the State, it was decided to attempt to settle. The board is scheduled to meet again in September 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 9, 2019. State Board of Education, August 2019. The State Board of Education met on August 1, 2019 in Des Moines. The meeting opened with Director of the Department of Education, Ryan Wise, reporting on the recent Teacher Leadership and Compensation Conference held in July that included over 800 educators from over 200 school districts. Director Wise also announced the launching of the Iowa Clearinghouse for Work-Based Learning Project Board site. The Project Board provides business-posted projects that will provide high-quality work-based learning statewide. Adoption of Rules for School Buses. The Board approved adoption of rules regarding construction standards for school buses. The new school buses being purchased will be required to have lap shoulder belts and additional safety features. 
The adopted rules included changes that were made after public comment, including clarification that the rules are for new buses only and that old buses would not be required to be retrofitted with lap shoulder belts. The department estimated it would take 12 to 15 years before all buses were fitted with lap shoulder belts based on how often new school buses are purchased. Seclusion and Restraint Rules Proposed amendments to rules regarding seclusion and restraint were presented by the Department of Education and public comments were heard from school representatives, education association representatives, and the American Civil Liberties Union. The rules revision process began when a petition to the original rules was filed with the department. Multiple meetings with petitioners, stakeholders, and the department have been held. Although there have been areas of consensus, four areas of disagreement remain, including the use of the words, quote, serious injury versus, quote, injury to determine when safety precautions should be taken. The required physical attributes of a seclusion room, parent notification requirements, and implementation time frame of new rules. The department suggested that if the board fails to adopt the proposed rule changes, getting additional stakeholder input statewide would be a next step. The board agreed that additional input and discussion were needed and the motion to adopt the amended rules failed. Statewide Early Warning System Panorama Education demonstrated the new statewide data system that will be made available to all school districts, non-public schools, and area education agencies, AEAs, to support implementation of a multi-tiered system of supports, MTSS. Currently, the focus for the early warning system is kindergarten through third grade literacy. The new system will allow reporting for preschool through high school and include literacy, math, and social, emotional, and behavioral health. Reporting can be provided at a student, building, school district, AEA, and state level. The system will be used to identify needed support interventions to promote student achievement. Iowa Statewide Assessment Iowa testing programs provided an update on standards setting for the new statewide assessment that was administered in spring 2019. The standards setting process will determine cutoff scores for what is determined to be advanced, proficient, and not yet proficient. Iowa teachers worked in peer groups by content area and grade level to determine the performance level scoring system. Recommendations will be presented to the board at the upcoming September meeting. Davenport Community School District. Davenport Community School District was placed on conditional accreditation in May 2019. An update was provided of the district's progress toward meeting all conditions of its accreditation and the anticipation of the successful completion of action items due August 31, 2019. Tom Lane was introduced as a department-approved mentor for the district. Newly hired superintendent Robert Kobilski also spoke to the board. The board did raise questions about a recently agreed to sale of Lincoln Elementary School property and discussed the need to build trust within the Davenport community. Mississippi Bend Area Education Agency. Mississippi Bend AEA was placed on conditional accreditation in March 2019. Representatives from the AEA presented a history of operating results and the anticipation that the agency will return to a positive general fund balance in fiscal year 2020. Staff budget reductions and alignment of contract days and salaries to other statewide AEA levels have all provided reductions in expenses. Iowa Reading Research Center. Deborah Reed, Executive Director of the Iowa Reading Research Center, provided information on the following projects at the center. Review of intensive summer reading programs, evaluation of writing in first through sixth grade, evaluation of teacher professional development, varied practice reading versus repeated practice reading to support fluency and the development of free online modules available to teachers, and development of a dyslexia overview module. The next meeting of the State Board of Education is scheduled for Thursday, September 12, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 9, 2019. Natural Resource Commission Meeting, August 2019. 
The Natural Resource Commission met on August 8, 2019 in Des Moines. Dale Garner, Department of Natural Resources, DNR, provided information to the commissioners related to inquiries from previous meetings. Topics discussed included the National Elm Restoration Project. Several states, including Iowa, have started a project to restore elm trees. The states are working with the Federal National Forestry Service to plant disease-resistant elm trees in forested areas to develop an elm orchard. The trees will naturally hybridize with native elm trees and produce Dutch elm disease-resistant seedlings. This is a slow process, but is being implemented along the Mississippi River. The 2018 Iowa Licensed Angler Survey. Approximately 1,600 licensed anglers participated in the annual angler survey. Of the responses, 68% rated Iowa as having excellent or good fishing conditions. Other information included. Favorite fish to catch included bluegill, crappie, walleye, largemouth bass, and channel catfish. Favorite fishing spots included the Mississippi River, private ponds, Clear Lake, and the Des Moines River, and west and east Okoboji Lakes. Licensed anglers fished a total of 10.5 million days in 2018, and of the fish caught, 80% are used for family meals, and it was estimated that fishing provided 4.6 million meals in 2018. Chronic Wasting Disease There will be over 6,500 chronic wasting disease samples collected in 2019 through 2020. The Federal Fish and Wildlife Service has provided a grant that will pay for 2,500 of the samples. A map is included with this fiscal update that details where the samples will be taken. Iowa City Deer Hunt. Jeff Fruin, City Manager of Iowa City, and Bill Campbell, Captain of Field Operations within the Iowa City Police Department, presented their request for an urban deer management zone hunt. The commission approved the request. Land Acquisition. The Commission approved the purchase of 83 acres from the Iowa Natural Heritage Foundation for the purchase price of $400,000. The land is in Clark County. The land will be used for upland game habitat and public hunting. Currently, the land includes 42 acres of cropland that will be converted to native grassland within a three-year period. The land was purchased with federal aid in Wildlife Restoration Act funds. Construction projects. The commission approved seven construction projects, which included West Okoboji Lake to replace a seawall at Arnold's Park. The low bid was $460,000. Dolliver Memorial State Park to repair flood damage. The low bid was $76,000. Red Rock Wildlife Management Area. To provide road maintenance, the low bid was $67,000. Lake Anita State Park to replace a seawall, the low bid was $135,000. The State Forest Nursery to replace the irrigation system, the low bid was $172,000. Viking Lake State Park to repair sediment control ponds, the low bid was $156,000. Lower Morse Lake Wildlife Management Area to restore a wetland, the low bid was $79,000. The next meeting will be held on September 12, 2019 in Clear Lake. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. To see the map that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Natural Resource Commission Meeting, August 2019. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 9, 2019. Iowa Finance Authority Board Meeting, August 2019. The Iowa Finance Authority, IFA Board, met on August 7, 2019. The board took the following actions. Authorized the Executive Director, Chief Financial Officer, Chief Operating Officer, or Community Development Director to sign documents, instruments, and agreements on behalf of the IFA. Awarded $2.7 million in National Housing Trust Fund, NHTF grants, to Central Iowa Shelter Services of Des Moines. 
The NHTF is an affordable housing production program that complements existing federal, state, and local efforts to increase and preserve the supply of decent, safe, and sanitary affordable housing for extremely low and very low-income households, including homeless families. The NHTF is a new federal funding source allocated by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD. Like the HOME program, it is separate from State Housing Trust Fund, SHTF, programs. Awarded $50,000 each in State Housing Trust Fund grants to assist in the construction of affordable homes in Pleasantville by Habitat for Humanity of Marion County, and in Garner by Habitat for Humanity of North Central Iowa. The funding is made available through the SHTF's project-based housing program. The program provides financing for the development of affordable single-family and multifamily housing units. Authorized the amendment of two private activity bond program agreements. Authorized an amendment to a $300,000 revolving loan construction agreement entered with East Central Development Corporation, ECDC, for a construction project in Maquoketa. And authorized for giving the remaining home program loan balance of $356,000 for a loan that was made to the Saratoga Springs Limited Partnership for construction of a 16-unit project in Iowa City. The HOME program is the largest federal block grant for state and local governments designed exclusively to create affordable housing. The intent of the HOME program is to provide decent affordable housing to lower income households, expand the capacity of nonprofit housing providers, strengthen the ability of state and local governments to provide housing, and leverage private sector participation. Director's Report IFA Executive Director Debbie Durham advised the board that the IFA and the Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, will remain separate authorities. However, the authorities will be sharing staff. Administrative Rules The board adopted administrative rules related to the home and community-based services revolving loan program. The program assists in the development and expansion of facilities and infrastructure that provide adult day services, respite services, and congregate meals for low-income individuals. Audit. The board received a summary of the state auditor's December 28, 2018 recommendations and the response provided by management. Reports. The board received financial reports from the IFA staff. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 9, 2019. Iowa 911 Communications Council Meeting, August 2019. The Iowa 911 Communications Council met on August 8, 2019 at the West Des Moines City Hall. 911 Program Financial Reports and Program Update. Blake DeRoshi, 911 Program Manager, provided the Council with the following updates on the 911 program and its current financial standing. Quarterly Report. With the close of the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2019, total end of the year passed through accounts were calculated at approximately $3.6 million passed through revenue to each of the 113 existing public safety answering points, PSAPs, of approximately $32,000 per PSAP entity will be distributed. GIS Grants Update In July 2019, eight counties received Geographic Information System GIS grants totaling $48,000. Funding is contingent on verification that the applicant possesses 98% match rates with GIS and 95% match rates with Automatic Location Identifier, ALI. The fiscal year 2020 GIS grant process is slightly different from the 2019 grant process. As in fiscal year 2019, counties were required to verify 98% match rates with GIS 50% match rates with ALI and 50% match rates with the Master Street Address Guide or MSAG. The MSAG match requirement has been removed from the fiscal year 2020 benchmark process. 
application upload periods will remain the same and counties are now able to upload through a new and updated statewide next generation 911 GIS platform. National 911 Office Peer Assessment Program. Mr. DeRoshi also shared that the state of Iowa is currently taking part in the National 911 Office Peer Assessment Program. The nationwide program consists of a self-evaluation based on 98 different criteria points to provide feedback on the diverse aspects of the 911 system. Iowa has submitted its self-evaluation and assessors from the National 911 office will be on site in the second week of September for their assessment of the state's program. A public assessor's report will be Thursday, September 12, 2019. 911 Council Travel Public Education and Training Fund. Mr. DeRoshi shared that in July 2019, the Council did not receive any funding requests from the 911 Council Travel Public Education and Training Fund. Approximately $100,000 is allocated toward the fund annually. Approximately $27,000 in funding requests have already been made for fiscal year 2020, with the fund balance currently remaining at $73,000. Zetron Mission Critical Communications Solution Contract Update. Cody Brink, Area Sales Manager, provided the Council with an upgrade on Zetron's work in updating the 113 existing PSAPs in delivering the next generation 911 NG911 solution to enhance public safety services across the state. The Iowa Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management awarded Zetron with an NG911 contract in December 2017. There are currently 38 PSAPs that have signed letters of intent to work with Zetron with an additional 14 orders to do so pending. Zetron provides a call-taking system that provides computer-aided drafting, CAD, 911 mapping and emergency medical dispatch software in implementing NG911 protocols and systems. The next council meeting will be held Thursday, September 12th at 9 a.m. at the West Des Moines City Hall. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 9, 2019. Customer Council Meeting, July 31, 2019. The Customer Council Meeting was held on Wednesday, July 31, 2019. The Council provides a link between the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, and the customers it serves. Employees from customer agencies serve on the Council and represent small, medium, and large-sized agencies. The Customer Council oversees utility services and associated rates as provided by the four DAS enterprises, General Services, GSE, Human Services, HRE, Central Procurement and Fleet Services, CPFSE, and State Accounting. The following actions were proposed and adopted by the Council. Action taken on the previously approved fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021 rates increased the fiscal year 2021 benefits rate under the HRE from the previously approved $37.72 per filled position to $43.80 per filled position. These rates fund the administration of the state employee benefits programs. Increased the fiscal year 2020 flexible spending rate under the HRE from $38 per participant to $40.56 per participant. These rates are reviewed annually and based on a third-party contract. The winning bid for fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021 required adjustment in the early months of the contract and that increase was delayed until the July 2019 Customer Council meeting. Increased the fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021 employee assistance program rate under the HRE from $6 per filled position to $6.48 per filled position. This is a pass-through rate of the state's third-party vendor costs to provide counseling services at no cost to employees who experience personal issues that impact work. Increased the Family Medical Leave Act FMLA rate for fiscal year 2020 from $19.20 
per filled position to $24 per filled position and to $27.60 per filled position for fiscal year 2021. This is a pass-through rate of the state's third-party vendor costs to provide FMLA claims administration. Increased the risk management vehicle self-insurance rate under the CPFSE for fiscal year 2020, fiscal year 2021, and fiscal year 2022 from $346.91 per vehicle to $432 per vehicle. These rates are reviewed annually and based on fleet size and claims experience. Increased the blanket bond rate from $0.80 per filled position to $0.81 per filled position. The blanket bond provides funding for protection against state employee embezzlement and increased the fiscal year 2021 architectural and engineering services rate under the GSE from $90 per hour to $95 per hour. These rates are compared to current market rates in the private sector and billed directly against the associated project. Action taken on the proposed rate changes for fiscal year 2022. With the exception of the rates listed here, all rates under the various DAS enterprises remain status quo when compared to fiscal year 2021. Increased the fiscal year 2022 association rates for the Capital Complex and Ankeny Labs from $6.25 per square foot to $6.50 per square foot. The association rate covers facility maintenance, custodial, and other services, and increased the fiscal year 2022 architectural and engineering services under the GSE from $95 per hour to $100 per hour. These rates are compared to current market rates in the private sector and billed directly against the associated project. The Customer Council started discussions regarding the Vehicle Self-Insurance Program. The Council will create a committee to investigate and discuss possible alternative self-insurance methodologies to better distribute the costs of self-insurance or reduce overall costs to the state. The current rate is based on claims experience for the annual budget. The annual budget is divided by the number of vehicles in service on April 30th. Agencies pay the annual per vehicle charge, which is billed over 12 months. The council also discussed a $250,000 increase in the one-third allocation due to the third-party vendor changing support platforms. The current platform is no longer supported by the developer requiring the transfer to the new Oracle platform. The purchasing allocation is being reduced by $125,000 as state agencies are taking advantage of master agreement contracts more frequently, resulting in a reduction of occurrences in which the state purchasing program is needed. The 2019 Iowa DAS business plan and report to the Customer Council provides brief descriptions of all DAS utility services and methodologies that were reviewed and approved by the Customer Council. Additional information is also available on the DAS website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 12, 2019. Transportation Commission Meeting, August 2019. The Transportation Commission met on August 12, 2019 in Ames. The topics on which the Commission acted included administrative rules. The Department discussed and the Commission approved amending 761 Iowa Administrative Code 4. The proposed rulemaking rescinds subrules considered no longer applicable. The rulemaking also conforms subrule 4.9 subsection 15 to language in Iowa Code sections 80G.2 and 80G.3. Fiscal Year 2020 State Aviation Program. The Department discussed and the Commission approved the Fiscal Year 2020 State Aviation Program. Revitalize Iowa's Sound Economy or RISE. 
the commission awarded a rise grant of $1.3 million or up to 50% of the city share of the rise fund to the city of Des Moines. The project will expand Southwest 28th Street located on the southwest side of Des Moines by approximately 1,600 feet. The project will expand access to the Des Moines International Airport and other industrial purposes. The RISE program is funded by motor fuel and special fuel excise taxes per Iowa Code Chapter 315. The next meeting of the Commission is scheduled for September 10th in Arnold's Park. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Rodrigo Acevedo, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 14, 2019. Food Assistance Payment Error Rate Penalty. Payment Error Rate. The United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, notified the Iowa Department of Human Services, DHS, on July 30, 2019, that the department was not in compliance with the payment error rate for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. The DHS payment error rate for FFY 2018 was 10%. This is 3.2% higher than the national average of 6.8% and 0.4% higher than the FFY 2017 payment error rate for Iowa of 9.6%. The letter identified the causes of the errors by the DHS as failure to verify required information and incorrect and inconsistent application of policies. Errors on the client side resulted from information not being reported. Penalty. States are assessed a penalty if it is determined that there is a 95% statistical probability that a state's payment error rate exceeds 105% of the national performance measures for payment error rates. The USDA determined that the Iowa error rate of 10% exceeds 105% of the national performance measures and assessed a liability amount of $1.8 million. State options. The state may choose to appeal this decision settled with the USDA by paying the whole liability amount in full or agree to a settlement agreement, which would involve designating 50% of the liability amount for new investments in approved activities to improve SNAP administration and designating the remaining 50% of the liability amount as a risk for repayment if a liability amount for an excessive payment error rate is established for FFY 2019. The DHS is in the process of gathering additional information from the USDA and has not yet decided which course of action it will pursue. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019. Underground Storage Tank Fund Board Meeting, August 2019. Proposed Legislation. At the August 1, 2019 meeting of the Iowa Comprehensive Petroleum Underground Storage Tank, UST Fund Board, the board voted to initiate the process of drafting legislation designed to transfer the current responsibilities of the board to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, DNR. The intent of the proposal is to dissolve the board at the end of fiscal year 2021. Details of the proposed legislation will be developed over the coming months and presented to the 2020 General Assembly for consideration. The UST Board has been in existence for more than 30 years. The Board's general purpose is to administer the financial resources available to owners and operators of qualified Iowa sites contaminated with petroleum. Approximately 100 qualified sites remain as Board responsibilities. As of June 30, 2019, the remaining open claims totaled less than $8 million in projected future board cleanup costs, while the board's cash balance totaled $15.9 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jeff Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4614. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019, Iowa Telecommunications and Technology Commission. The Iowa Telecommunications and Technology Commission, ITTC, met on August 15, 2019. ICN Agency Updates. 
The Iowa Communications Network, ICN, continues to work on a number of initiatives. The new Managed Voice System, MVS, is expected to reach completion by the end of September 2019. To date, 141 active sites, including over 7,500 phones, have been added to the MVS. Upon completion of the project, approximately 8,000 phones will have been transferred to the MVS. The final sites yet to be migrated from ICN's legacy system to the MVS are as follows. Office of the Chief Information Officer, Iowa Department for the Blind, Iowa Department of Corrections, Iowa State Penitentiary, Department of Corrections, Iowa Correctional Facility for Women, and Iowa National Guard Joint Forces Headquarters. ICN will continue to work with Iowa Homeland Security and emergency management to strengthen Iowa's 911 services by enhancing location services as well as building in additional redundancies to ensure system stability. ICN Carrier Updates. The Commission experienced five cuts to fiber optic lines statewide in the last month. Contract Limitation Amount Adjustment. Notice will be published in the next Administrative Rules Bulletin regarding an increase in the Commission's contract limitation amount. The current contract limitation amount is approximately $2.42 million. It will be increased by approximately $40,000 to $2.46 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019. Iowa Public Broadcasting Board approves fiscal year 2021 state budget requests. The Iowa Public Broadcasting Board, IPBB, met on August 13, 2019 in Johnston. The meeting opened with the approval of minutes and election of officers for the year. Fiscal year 2021 budget requests. For fiscal year 2021, the board is requesting an increase of $150,000 for historical preservation of visual archives. The request would allow Iowa Public Television, IPTV, to restore, catalog, digitize, and preserve video archives and allow educators, students, and the public access to footage from the last 50 years. The request includes $50,000 to hire a consultant and $100,000 for the addition of one FTE position. In addition, the board is requesting $1.5 million for technology and capital improvements projects. STEM Teacher Externship Teacher externships are full-time, six-week, temporary summer positions in local businesses and agencies for secondary teachers of mathematics, science, and technology. Two science teachers presented their experiences working at IPTV this summer and their involvement with developing content for the Iowa Science Phenomena website project to be used by educators in Iowa. The website will provide content related to everyday science phenomena and allow Iowa science teachers and their students to upload additional content related to science phenomena in their parts of the state. The website is scheduled to be fully operational in fall 2019. Iowa State Fair, as IPTV continues to celebrate its 50-year anniversary, multiple fair activities were discussed, including an anniversary-themed IPTV booth and involvement with the Sesame Street Butter Sculpture on display at the fair. The next meeting of the IPBB is scheduled for Wednesday, October 9, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019, Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting, August 2019. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, Board met on August 16, 2019 and took the following actions. Direct financial assistance and tax benefits. The board approved one project for direct financial assistance and tax benefits through the High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP. The awards are to assist in the creation of 64 jobs and are expected to result in approximately $5.3 million in new capital investments. Contracts. The board approved contract signing extensions for four companies, approved a contract amendment for one project, 
and terminated one contract. Angel Investor Tax Credit Certificates The board approved the issuance of 63 tax credit certificates for $1 million. Sioux City Reinvestment District The board approved a request to amend the Sioux City Reinvestment Direct District Boundary Description. Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates The board approved the award of approximately $357,000 in Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. The certificates are to encourage seed capital investment in innovative Iowa businesses, primarily those in advanced manufacturing, biosciences, and information technology. The certificates represent 25% of the investor's equity investment in a certified innovation fund. Administrative Rules The Board approved administrative rules proposals related to House File 772, Broadband and Housing Incentives Act, and Disaster Recovery Housing. Financial Summary The Board also received financial reports from IEDA staff. As of July 31, 2019, the following amounts remain unobligated. General Fund Operations Fiscal Year 2019, $1.2 million. High Quality Jobs Program Fiscal Year 2020, $14.2 million. And Tax Credit Cap Fiscal Year 2020 Allocation, $153.6 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst, with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019. Executive Council Meeting, August 19, 2019. The Executive Council met on Monday, August 19, 2019. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. A personal appearance was made by Executive Officer Christy Templeton of the Department of Human Services to submit two requests for resolution of funds pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A. The first was in the amount of $35,000 with regard to the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Madison County, and the second was in the amount of $100,000 with regard to disaster case management training. The Council approved both requests. The Council approved a request from the Attorney General's Office for the payment of expenses pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.10 in the amount of approximately $6,400. The Council approved a request from the Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, IPERS, for reimbursement for federal-state agreement administration costs pursuant to Iowa Code Section 97C.13a in the amount of approximately $9,100. The Council approved a lease between the Department of Natural Resources and Betty Gingrich for a property located in McGregor, Iowa. The lease shall run from July 1, 2019 to June 30, 2024 for an annual fee of $3,000 per year. The Council approved a supplemental emergency allocation for approximately $2,500 for repair costs of a state patrol vehicle. This will increase the total allocation to approximately $10,000. The Council also approved a total of approximately $691,000 in cost items, including approximately $609,000 to the law firm of Nymaster Good PC for legal fees incurred in Godfrey v. State of Iowa, as well as for the following purposes. Approximately $5,000 to the Department of Public Safety to repair damaged patrol vehicles. Approximately $69,000 to the Iowa Communications Network to repair damaged cables. And approximately $7,000 to various firms and entities for legal costs. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 19, 2019. Enhance Iowa Board Meeting, August 2019. The Enhance Iowa Board met on August 14, 2019. The Board took the following actions approved the following nine Community Attraction and Tourism CAT grant awards. Radcliffe Legion Rebuild in Radcliffe, $56,000. Shell Rock Swimming Pool in Shell Rock, $117,000. 
paving the way to outdoor pickleball in Mount Pleasant, $22,000, City of Joyce Library and Community Center in Joyce, $342,000, the Anglert Theater in Iowa City, $221,000, Algona Public Library Building Project in Algona, $400,000, Brooklyn Opera House in Brooklyn, $500,000, Bruce Moore Preservation Project in Cedar Rapids, $400,000, and Johnson County Historical Society Museum Relocation in Coralville, $500,000. The Enhanced Iowa program provides financial incentives to communities for the construction of recreational, cultural, educational, or entertainment facilities that enhance the quality of life in Iowa. The Enhanced Iowa Board is appointed by the governor and oversees the administration of the CAT or CAT grant program. Additional duties include the oversight of the sports tourism program and the river enhancement community attraction and tourism program. Appropriations from the infrastructure budget for the CAT grant program fund infrastructure projects to assist communities in the development and creation of multi-purpose attraction and tourism facilities. To be eligible, projects must be permanent recreational, cultural, educational, or entertainment attractions be available to the public, and promote tourism in the local communities. Eligible applicants include cities, counties, public organizations, and school districts in cooperation with a city or county. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 21, 2019. State Soil Conservation Committee meeting, August 2019. The State Soil Conservation Committee met on August 20, 2019 in Ames. Chairperson Paula Ellis called the meeting to order. Field Services. Susan Kozak, Soil Conservation Division Director, announced that Will Myers will be the new Field Services Bureau Chief. Kozak also announced that additional conservation assistants have been hired for the field offices. Currently, there are three field offices still sharing staff. The plan is to have all these positions filled by December 2019. Mines and Minerals Vince Sitzman, Bureau Chief of Mines and Minerals, reported that there are seven active ongoing projects. Three of the projects are in the design phase. Sitzman also reported that his staff had investigated two emergency sinkholes that were reported by landowners. Water resources. There are 23 agriculture drainage wells open and the water resources staff has contacted landowners to determine the cost to close the wells. The Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship estimates that the funds that have been appropriated will cover the cost of closing the remaining wells. Department of Natural Resources. Kayla Lyon is the new director of the Department of Natural Resources, DNR. She is reviewing the operations of the DNR and will eventually name a new deputy director. The DNR also awarded federal money to several watershed management authorities and related non-point source projects. The total awarded was $2 million. The next meeting will be a teleconference on October 3, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 21, 2019. Environmental Protection Commission meeting, August 2019. The Environmental Protection Commission met on August 20, 2019 in Des Moines. Contracts amended. The following contract amendments were made. A contract amendment of $308,000 with Stantic Consulting Services. The amendment will provide additional funding for the floodplain mapping program. A contract amendment of $255,000 with the University of Iowa Flood Center for maintenance and revisions of floodplain products. And a contract amendment of $447,000 with original contracts to continue with floodplain mapping and to distribute preliminary map products to eight counties. Water use permit fee. The commission approved a $95 water use permit fee for fiscal year 2020. The water use permit is purchased by a person or entity that will use more than 25,000 gallons of water in a single day during the year. Contracts approved. Two contracts with 
the Soil Conservation Division in the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship were approved and included a contract not to exceed $85,000 for the Shallow Lakes watershed. The funding will be used to hire a coordinator and for planning purposes. And a contract not to exceed $151,000 with the Black Hawk Lake watershed. The funding will be used to support ongoing watershed projects. The next meeting will be held September 17, 2019 in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 26, 2019. Executive Council Meeting, August 26, 2019. The Executive Council met on Monday, August 26, 2019. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. The Council approved a request from the Attorney General's Office for the payment of expenses under Iowa Code Section 7D.10 in the amount of approximately $1,000. The council approved a total of approximately $496,000 in emergency allocation requests, including a request for $297,000 from the Department of Administrative Services for water damage repair in the Hoover Building due to flooding in June 2019. And the council approved a total of approximately $10,000 in cost items, including approximately $7,000 to the Iowa Communications Network for cable damage repair due to washout in January 2019. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, August 29, 2019. Benefits Advisory Committee, August 2019. The IPERS Benefits Advisory Committee, BAC, met on Monday, August 26, 2019. The committee re-elected Len Cockman as chair and Brad Hudson as vice chair and moved unanimously to approve the membership elections for the school administrators of Iowa, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, and AFSCME, AFS. CME. In 2011, the IPERS Investment Board adopted a resolution supporting internal investment management. The BAC voted unanimously to adopt a similar resolution. The committee was provided the following updates. Update on the November dividend adjustment. For fiscal year 2020, an estimated $5.4 million will be paid out to 3,690 retirees. This is a decrease of approximately $367,000 and 570 people compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. BAC budget request. The fiscal year 2021 IPERS budget request for the Benefits Advisory Committee is $50,000, which is the same as the projected fiscal year 2020 budget. The committee approved the budget. Unreconciled IPERS fund update. The IPERS fund was reported at approximately $33 billion and the estimated rate of return for this past year was approximately 8.4%. And membership statistics. For fiscal year 2019, IPERS paid approximately $2.1 billion in benefits payments and 5,971 new retirees were added to the system. The next meeting of the Benefits Advisory Committee is October 28, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846.